This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back, Famous and Lovers. We have a very special guest for you here today. You might know him from 13 Reasons Why or a show called Scream or a little show called Famous in Love. Stick with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This song's welcome. cute. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, Famous and Lovers. Uh, I am your host, Amber Plaster. No, you are not colorblind. Yes, my hair is green. Uh, shout out to the Sally Hirschberger Salon in LA for doing this to my hair. And if you guys are listening to the podcast, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please give us five stars on iTunes. And if you want to see what my hair looks like in real life, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Amber Plaster. And I'm joined with my lovely co-hosts and one very special guest. Uh, where can we find you guys on the internet? What's going on, everybody? I'm Olivia Gabrite. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, the real underscore O underscore G. Hey, guys, what's up? I'm Nikia Monane. You can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. Hey, guys, I'm Renee Ariel. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And check out my blog, sextingandthecity.com. And we are joined with our very special guest from Famous in Love actor Tom Madden. Hey! Yeah, what up? plays Adam on the show. Yeah, I do that. I do that. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, yeah, you can find me on the gram uh, at uh, Tom Tom Boom Boom. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not it. I just Tom wanted Tom that one. Awkward. I wish I had that one. Let's I like that one. Let's switch screen names. <laughs> it's a good one. Screen names. Um, at, Where am uh, I? You can find me at mad underscore en love. Awesome. Love. Yeah. Very cool. Your name's yeah. cooler. I like that name better than mine. Dang. No, I like dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> boom, boom. Boom. You can hack each other's IGs. Let's just switch accounts. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> do it. <laughs> so we're going to kind of review episode 7, then we're going to do a little Q&A with Tom in the middle, then we're going to cover episode 8. So if you guys are watching live and want to tweet any questions for us, um, and you have any questions for Tom, I will make sure to drop them in as well. Um, and as always, you can watch the replay on uh, After Buzz TV's YouTube channel. So let's cover episode 7, and let's start off with Paige and kind of where we left off with her. Um for some reason, and I did say this before, that we weren't going to cover her being in college again because it seemed irrelevant. Oh, gosh. But she's still in college and she's struggling with her professor. <clears throat> I mean, she was <laughs> late and she still knew the answer to the question and then the professor just like wouldn't call on her. At least she's trying. I will say that. I was, I was, the episodes before, I know we were all super annoyed that she was like going to school and doing her homework and we're like taking a semester off, but I was actually proud of her that she was trying. Then I was upset at her teacher. I'm like, dang, she's actually trying to do like her work and she's on a movie. Give her some credit. Maybe the teacher's just jealous <laughs> that she's on a movie. She doesn't want to give her a chance. Apparently, a lot of people are jealous she's on a movie. Ooh. Ooh. Shade. Ooh. But listen, Shade. I've been I've been supporting Paige in school from day one, just for the record. When? 
We're anti-school. What did you say what? that? <laughs> Since last episode, I was like, you go, girl. And Oh, yeah, you did And she's that. going. She's going. She's going, girl. I am proud of her, though. I'm like, okay, at least she's trying. Because I know it's super hard. And she's studying on set. And she's trying to do her lines. And she's at least showing up to class. So mm-hmm. kudos to Paige. That professor was not very, uh, not very nice. I kind of enjoyed how deliciously witchy she was being to Paige. A whole lot. Who's Maverick? <laughs> I'm I like, just didn't mad get rude it. is right. Mad rude, tight. Mad rude. <laughs> I do. I do like that we get to see at the very end of episode seven. Paige sort of barters for her grade. Yeah, in an unusual way. That's kind but of you see, see, I feel that's where you one up. You see, you use the teacher's material to get what you want from the teacher. It's like a little reverse psychology. She's been in Hollywood for... Hollywood's like paying off a little bit because she got her little skills going on in there. But I was proud to see her at least do something. Because I feel like in the past episodes, like I felt like people were walking all over Paige a little bit and it was hard for her to stick up for herself. And I feel like in this episode, she's, she stood up for herself in a few instances. So I liked seeing Paige speak up. So I liked her like bargaining with her teacher. That yeah, cool. I liked seeing her use something other than her pout to get what she wanted. <laughs> or biting her bottom lip. Or biting her bottom lip. <laughs> Agreed. I also enjoyed uh, a cameo from The Bachelor in this episode. We got to see Ben and cool. Lauren visit Paige on set, which... That was um, some awkward acting. <laughs> just gonna go ahead and say, say it now. I will say though, they're just awkward people in general. Okay, like, do you guys like, watch The Bachelor? Oh yeah, and I watched. I was on the panel for Ben and Lauren's Happily Ever After show, oh. and how he said like, "Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels." So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, I love, I read all the books. That is how Ben would just talk. Like, that's kind of just who Ben is. But then on top of that, probably throwing him into to the acting world made it just like a little bit more awkward. I do think it's sweet though because they're both on freeform, so it's like oh, yeah. so collab. <laughs> the Bachelor's on freeform. No, the um, their after show is. Oh. Yeah, so now they're doing this thing for uh, freeform where all of I guess just different couples and now just contestants are are having like happily ever after specials. Oh. So right now it's the twins, and yeah, so somehow the Bachelor has made its way. <laughs> to How is that? Is that like children. PG thirteen? <laughs> oh no, it's like G. Like their whole season was just what? like I want to get married. Oh, but now I don't. But now I do. But now I don't. And I, I haven't watched the twin season. The oh, Bachelor no. made it to the children. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, no. Are you, are you saying you haven't watched? <laughs> no, you know, I, I, it's it's missed me. Well, <laughs> now I, you know. Also, I have one question. Couldn't Paige just take the semester off? That's what that we've been asking. what I've been said possible. every episode. Take the semester off, Paige. Take Why a, are you still in school? Take but, a gap year. Hashtag take a gap year. It's hard. Dude, it's hard. Like, shooting something and doing yeah, school would yeah. be doing too much. I mean, I believe Especially it. as a lead. Yeah, as a lead and like... You're on set every you know, day. On, you know, and not having been an actor and that's crazy. It's brand yeah. new. I have a hard enough time going to school and not being an actor, so <laughs> I can't imagine what it's like being an actor and going to school. We've been asking this question since episode one, like, can she just take the semester off? Like... Well, well, she's dramatic. <laughs> this is true. Very yeah. true. Lucky this for her, because now she has a job. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Paige. 
Oh. I wish she would take the semester off, but I guess I was happy to see her trying. Yeah. I was like, you go, girl. Try. But your teacher's I mean, I think it just you. goes to show if you put your all into something yeah. and you just will it into your life, it, it will come through for you. That's what's up. So, she, yeah, she wrote that paper, and she got herself an A, so you she go, bra- girl. She bribed her teacher, and it worked. See, maybe if your name is Paige. Maybe not if your name is Cassandra, though. That is all for Cassandra. Oh, I've got two soon. Thoughts. Sorry, I didn't want to talk about your girl like that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Just lay her. Just lay her out. Just comfort you know? Cassandra. Yeah, Cassandra has a rough episode. I have all the thoughts about Cassandra. Let's talk about Cassandra. Oh my, Let's hear them. episode one. Can you stop, Cassandra? I'm sorry, but Paige was so nice to offer you this job. She's not saying, hey, like, I really need help. Be my assistant. She's saying, hey, do you want to get free money? Do you want to basically never work but, like, hang out with me sometimes and not have to be a topless maid? And she's like, I don't want to see you live my dream. And then they have this huge fight where, some, for some reason, Paige is the one that's apologizing when Cassandra was the one that said all the mean things. And Cassandra's the one that won't even talk to Paige. I, I can't. I really can't with her. Listen, I think that it was nice of Paige to offer that to Cassandra, but I do understand where she's coming from. But yeah. although this is the first time she really expressed being upset about it throughout the entire season so far. Right. So I understand I understand where Cassie's coming from, Cassandra's coming from, but I also feel like if you're a confident person and you're not insecure and your friend is basically offering to help you yes this was your dream but right now at this moment it's not your turn but you have someone in that position i guess i'm just different where i would look at it like okay my friend's in this position i do want to be an actor how can i use this to my ability Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get on that set I'm sleeping with Adam, the PA. Like, Yo, who hooks it up? <laughs> who hooks it up? Like, let's get on set. Let's network. Let, you know what I'm saying? But I, I guess everyone is just so different. And because this is her dream and she's not as confident. I, I feel the same thing for Jake. Jake and Cassie, they feel like the victims. But I'm like, she's just trying to help you guys. Yeah. But like, okay, here's the thing. Cassandra's like, it's my dream. You literally went to an open call together. Like, y- anyone could have gotten that. And then you would have been upset if they got it. Like, be happy for your friend. That's all it comes down to is being happy. I mean, you're in Los Angeles. All of you want to be in the entertainment industry. So are you saying if you were a writer and then you wouldn't want want to watch Jake sell his script? It's just, come on, Cassandra. Get it together and stop disappearing and pouting with Adam. Like... (laughs) I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm team Paige on this episode. She actually stood up for herself. And Adam knows more than Paige does at this point in this episode. Adam knew. She only talks to Adam. I know. Adam's, hey, Adam hooks it up. Like I said, (laughs) he gives her a bed to sleep in, an ear to listen to all her blabbing. Like, he holds her Are you kidding me? Does she clean your place? That's a good guy. No. (laughs) Damn. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're only boobs. Like, every time I would read about Adam, I was like, man, I'm like the perfect guy yeah. <laughs> in, this, in this show he's I just, real understanding zero drama yeah. this yeah. is true I work I bring snacks home I listen to her problems you, you keep secrets for her I keep secrets for her I give her a safe space for the ideal true. like you, good guy. you know where's my where's the chink of my armor no <laughs> the show exists. is too dark to have a character that good I mm, mm. what's next what's next Adam What's next? What are you not telling us? All right, all right, all right. right. We'll get get back to Rainer. Okay. So we'll get to Adam. Um, 
Rainer is giving uh, the new Chinese actress who replaces Tanji Faye a tour of the studio lot, just like he gave Paige. Teddy. So he's a hoe for show. He's no, also being little doing on purpose. He's, he's such a baby. I can't. He's being such on a baby. I think that he is purposely ignoring Paige and showing this other girl around. So Paige will get mad and run to him and be like, why are you ignoring me? Just like she did. Duh. But you know what I like, though? I, I am Team Paige this episode because I feel like in different instances she was able to speak up for herself. And I like that she told Raina, like, the first time I tell you no, this is what you do. Oh, 100%. Like, grow up. These are my friends. And when, remember when he booked that ticket for Vegas? I'm like, bro, what if Cassie got killed? You, like, <laughs> yeah. can't get a refund on your tickets. Like, don't pre-book tickets. I, I just get nervous about things like this. Like, don't tell me you're booking tickets to Vegas. What if my friend gets killed and you're going to be mad at me because I couldn't go to Vegas? I can't. Sorry. I just, I couldn't with him this episode just because of how, like, annoying he was being. The way he was acting is how someone would have acted. Okay, because in this episode, two characters really bothered me. Sandra... Rainer. Just Let us two. know, Renee. Bring us home. Take us I, to church. Okay. How about, I don't know, like when you're an adult and you're pouting about something, how about just communicate with each other rather than be like, I'm just like not going to go to rehearsal. <laughs> I'm going to do push-ups in my empty house because my best friend's <laughs> mom robbed me. Like, I, okay. I, I kind of side with Rainer on this because she was ignoring him. Yes. But he's ignoring her in a professional setting, not in a personal setting. That's what I have a problem right. with. What do you mean she was ignoring him? He was letting her know that he was interested in her. And she was rejecting uh, him over and over again. Yeah. She wasn't so that's not him. okay for that's a woman true. to not be interested? No, and that's then, not true. Yeah. Take it, I think it all... It goes back to take a hint. Yeah. yeah. I think with Rainer, like, Rainer has been in this situation his whole life. He's probably always got his way mm-hmm. with everything. And I think for the first time... Here's a girl on set. And he's probably approached every actress on set. He's probably slept with every girl. This is the first girl where he hits on her and she's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm a new actress. I just, I want to learn. You're cute, but move back a little bit. And I think because he's always gotten his way, that's why he had such like a baby fit and was ignoring her on set, which was so immature. It was very unattractive. We do have people in the chat saying, it's hey. funny how Adam is a better boyfriend than Jake or Rainer. Ooh. Oh. He is. Yeah, Jake was number three. So you agree. <laughs> 100%. I, I honestly, I, I'll tell you, like, I think Adam's the best person on the whole show. Adam is the and best. And I'm not, it's not because it's me. I swear to God, it's not because it's me. I'm not tooting my own horn. It's just because, like, he's just the nicest guy. Yeah. Adam's, Adam's chill. Like, and Adam's also, someone you want to go out with. I'll just say this. He's the only guy with facial hair, too. There's something to it. That's I'm telling true. you. That's true. I'm telling you, he's more adult. Not even Rainer's dad. He's more mature. It's a grown man. He's a grown man. He's got a job. You know, he cares about his woman. Yeah. He's keeping an even keel. He's helpful. He knows what he wants. He listens. What? He (laughs) (laughs) listens. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. That's cute. I'm like, oh no. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) We do. I did like seeing Rainer try to do his own stunts, though. That was... uh, that was pretty hilarious to see him kind of give his uh, I thought he broke father his a little bit of a heart attack. If wow. he if he really fell at that moment, like, I would have been like, "You guys, <laughs> that was such a fake fall." I thought he really broke his neck. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Rain is dead." I don't know. I keep going to people. Everyone dying. dies so, in your mind. In my Always mind, going to the dark dying. place. That would be. <laughs> everyone's died. Kia forgets that this is uh, not HBO, but it is freeform. <laughs> I'm like on an HBO plane right now. I'm like, someone die. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up. 
No, it was cool to see him do his own stunts. Yeah. It's like, I, I like Rainer, but then I don't like Rainer. It's, it's I weird. I know. They keep doing it to me. I, know. I don't know. It's like a love-hate thing. This episode, he was just... Team Rainer on this episode. Uh, then we find out that Brandy has stolen all of Rainer's stuff, and <laughs> she's still just here making problems for everyone, and we also find out that uh, Jordan finds out that Nina fired Tangie. No good Nina. No good I called Nina. her last week. That's her nickname we have for her. No good Nina. No good Nina. Uh. Yeah, but do, was that really in her control to begin with? Because firing Tangie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. she set that whole thing up. Like that whole chat. But it's still China not confirmed thing. if it's... I like I to believe that she, she chose she an easy to. route. Yeah. I don't think she that she really to. meant to, but I think she like could have worked harder in. to stop it. She gave yeah. in pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, she but did. now she's willing to spend the extra money for the alternative. Only because her mother threatened to. her. I thought the the solution she came up with was, was very diplomatic. Yeah. Coming up with a Chinese and a, a U.S. release. Oh, who, by oh, the she way. she didn't come up with that. Chinese actress is Brienne. She was on Scream as well. Oh, very oh. cool. Hey, Brienne. Yeah. She died. <laughs> no. Oh, oh wait. Actually, I mean, yes. <laughs> there it is. That was for you. <laughs> yes. I have to watch Scream now. Everyone's you see, dying. Tom comes on the show. He brings you death. I'm just happy. We have everything that we need now. It's perfect. <laughs> Not only is your character <laughs> perfect, you're perfect. Oh. You're going to have to come back for another episode. Just saying. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Here, what we also found about out about this scenario was is that Rainer yeah. knew about Jordan's personal problems. He knew about... Oh, yeah. Um, he like knew about mom. Jordan's mom. Well, I'd assume so because, did I, I mean, from what I've gathered, that Nina s- took him in at some point. Yeah. So therefore, of course, I think he would know. Because we don't know, uh, if that wasn't the case, we don't really know who raised Jordan. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's Nina because it seems like, I think that they mentioned in, in earlier episodes. That'd be really that's weird. That's another layer that's of gross. So gross. Yeah, but I think that's where they're going that's with That's it. where it manifested. That's yeah, but um, he said, you know, you're like my brother, yeah. which is like quite literal because <laughs> they were. Oh, <laughs> anyway, oh. they've been in the same place, is what I'm saying. Mm. But, oh. uh, <laughs> how do you, how do you think one. that got started, by the way? Like, where do you think that That's happened? That's why I like, what age was it that Nina was like, yeah. mm, I need to Jordan know how that got started. Is that, was that Woody Allen who married his adopted daughter? Yes. yes. That's a, that's when like she was like similar. a teenager. Yeah, yeah, and he was like a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're and still we all married, continue though. to watch his movies. Yeah, they're like still it's married. Not a problem at all. Yeah, it's and they're still married. Great. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Woody Allen. He married. like divorced his wife. And Were there married. Was it like and his daughter? His like, I think yeah. She's like wasn't it Mia Farrow? Mia Farrow was his yeah. wife, who married. was a movie star, and then he and they adopted. He daughter. talked was she bad a baby? about Mia Farrow forever until Mia Farrow like basically didn't work again. Yeah, that is and true. And then married her daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. He, yep. Yep. <laughs> Woody Allen. Wow. Quite so whenever you go on a date with someone and they say they love Woody Allen films, oh. you have questions for them now. Yeah. You're like, word? That's weird. Yeah. That's that's fat. I learned something new. Yeah, today. life's stranger than yeah. fiction. Yeah. Yeah. But that is true. Like I wonder like where Nina was like, mm, Jordan looks good. Like what oh. what age? Because she's raising him. So when do you say like, mm, he's sexy? <laughs> it's a, it's a whole problem. I, I <laughs> I bet it was under the age of 18. I'm sure. Probably. But hopefully not, like, that much. Maybe, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. No. We'll have to All right. see. So at the end of episode seven, we do find out that Cassandra is still cleaning topless, which I 
could she not get? Is this your doing? What happened? Adam, what's good? Amber, they're just boobs. They're just boobs. Right, they're just boobs. (laughs) Like Cassandra. Which is great. Do you guys guys remember driving past the Oakwood, which is in Burbank? It used to be a big. Smoke good at the Oakwoods. There was a uh, a van that was parked there forever. Topless Maids, 99 bucks an hour. Bright pink van. It's parked parked everywhere. They're outside of a McDonald's also. They're in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, that was like their original location, though. <laughs> That's crazy. It's gross. Maybe they kept it because the Oakwood. For those of you guys listening on the podcast, the Oakwood yeah. is kind of where um, young actors and young new actors, actors from um, the, other places. the Midwest will come yeah. for what used to be pilot season, and they would stay in the Oakwood for a few weeks and or and, months, or months oh, wow. and try to get an agent. Yeah. And so that would be parked right outside where all the newbies would be. Oh, yeah, they're smart. It's in a Drake song. They're you know? smart. Must, when you Drake's smoke. Good at the Oakwoods. No, oh, kidding. the Oakwoods. I stay there. Yes, back in the day. Did yeah. you hang out with a lot of people in yeah. order yeah. topless yeah. mates? That's what Those they topless do. maids, they're very smart. For they're study like, parties. We're park outside where the newbies are. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, oh, we're in LA, they have topless mates. I'm not profiting. I can just show my boobs cleaning. It's just boobs. Look, yeah. I, I respect anybody's hustle, I just want to say. But she could work at the Chipotle. This is also chill. very That'd true. Or she could chill. work at the pizza place where she's telling everybody she works, but she doesn't work. Or get a serving job so then you can make good tips. Or I just, she still makes good tips. <laughs> she was but so upset. Playing devil's advocate I was going to go there, but it's, it's free form. Well, so well, not going to go there. Guys, she was so embarrassed and and felt so terrible when one of her friends found out she was doing this and didn't like that she was doing this and then goes right back to... It's her pride. Well, you know... Uh, your character brings up in the show, like he's like, "Have you told Paige why the real reason is?" So, what what do you think that re- Cassie's reasoning is for not wanting to accept a perfectly good job? Yeah, because I was flustered as this for and a going into a very like. I mean, I would say she definitely like. I would say has a problem between like what she wants and what she sees for herself, and like what reality is, and marrying the two. Meaning, like, I think, like, things crash really hard for her. Like, yes, it's her dream. Sure. But, like, as you were saying, if you go out on one open casting call, that's not... You haven't even started that process. And you got to earn that for years and years and years. And so if, if, if her friend somehow makes this huge leap and that crushes her soul and she goes into being, like, this thing that she really hates, I would say she doesn't have a very good coping mechanism. Yeah. And so she just, like, self destructs. Like, she just wants to torture herself. Like, she wants to feel this. She wants to feel like complete crap because, like, her her best friend is living the life that she wants, but she doesn't get to have it. So not only does she not get, get to have that, she gets to have, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. But at least she has Adam. Yeah. For now. Well, she said <laughs> she spoke about her flexible schedule and how she can do this and still go to school at the same time. You could also just drive Lyft. That is also true. <laughs> you could do Postmates. <laughs> well, what kind of car does she drive? Did they ever show that? I don't know, but they give cars now to drive Lyft. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, they do. It's like a pro. I mean, you, you have to still pay you for it. You have to, like, yeah. hit a certain amount of rides and you <laughs> yeah. get the rental car for free. <laughs> it's not just like... Yeah, it's like, oh, they give you a free car Priuses. and I can quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Also, Jake has a brand new Jeep, just just saying. Like, oh, yeah, that is true. A brand, like, Jeeps? 2017. Jeeps are so expensive. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Or, like, a 
a he has like a Jeep or a Land Rover or something like beautiful. And he awesome. has an expensive yeah. car. Yeah, like a rider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, maybe his parents too. Anyway, uh, we have some questions for Tom Uh-oh. from the chat. Uh-oh. Uh oh. If you're ready for it, let me give you some some Q and A. Throw it throw okay. my way. So, what was the audition process like for Famous in Love for you? Um, super easy. I knew the casting directors walked in. Um, it was cool. The casting office is two-tenths of a mile from my house. So I walked there, walked in, you know, did a little thing, had a good time. <laughs> the uh, the scene that I went out for was the one where I take Paige, like, through the through the um, studio, and I say, like, you know, this is the wardrobe guy, and this is the makeup guy, and this is it. Um, so that was that. And it was super easy. Just one time. One time for your mind. Off tape? Yeah. One time Dang. Tom. That's how I booked Scream, too. For those of you who what? don't know acting processes, it's very rare to book off tape and yeah. not go to producers and the network and everything. So yeah. congrats. The, That's awesome. I think the tape, you know, made its rounds. Sure. But, but yeah, no, just the one time. Yeah. One time Tom. Wow. Yeah. One awesome. time Tom. <laughs> uh, what is boom, the... Boom, boom. <laughs> Let's see. They ask, what is the most fun or challenging role you've ever played? Uh, what's the most fun? Uh, Jake from Scream was a lot of fun. I get to play a lot of fun characters. That's something that I actually do take pride in. Um, I loved Jake because the writers loved Jake, and so they gave me the most ridiculous lines. Where? Like, the most ridiculous lines. Um, like, my, my truck was called the Behemoth, so I always <laughs> talked about the Behemoth. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Wait, give they us a line. Me. Give us a ridiculous line. Um, so my other roles, uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember any lines. You have to watch That's it. Okay. That's okay. Damn. We'll, we'll have to I watch know, it. I know, I know, right? I was like, for the delivery. I know, what, what a bummer. <laughs> like, what a bummer I am. No, I, I don't remember. Um, but I got to, actually, I just did a Lifetime movie last year called Killer Coach, and I was like this swim coach who was... Killing who, people? Who actually never killed anybody. <laughs> Gotta love uh, Lifetime. But, uh, but I was super obsessed with this one girl, and, like, you know, like, I followed her around. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was, like, that her swim coach. Like yeah, and I was, like, you know, always, like, in the background. Like. <laughs> there was a movie, like, ten years ago called, like, Swim Fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, like, the opposite that. of that that had, like, a... Oh, I saw that. She was like obsessed. She was obsessed. She was crazy. I think. No, no, no. She was obsessed with another uh, swimmer who had a girlfriend, Mm. and then she had to like take care of the problem in crazy ways. She was insane. Oh, I got, I got a line for you. Oh, it came to me like an epiphany. (laughs) Um, So there's this one part where I get stabbed, and I'm like bleeding out, and then my girlfriend. Brooke, um, actress Carlson Young, shout out. She actually just got married a couple weeks ago. Um, So I'm like bleeding out and dying, and she's like, oh my god, no, no, no. And now I look at her, and I'm like, you weep for the Jake. (laughs) (laughs) I always refer to myself as the Jake. The Jake. The The Jake. And you weep. You weep for the Jake. Wow. You do. Everyone oh does. I feel like I can so already tell. Even if character. they don't want to, they you always come it. around. <laughs> what is your uh, dream project? Like, what kind of genre would you like to work on next? The old genre. Um, that's a good question. Actually, I'm in the middle of the night of. Well, I'm on the last episode. Uh, HBO. Mm, you guys use that? I was on the after show for that. That's it's a real so show. Good. That's a good oh my show. gosh, real show. So good. So good. Um, but I gotta say. I gotta say the writing on that is absolutely incredible. So the answer is anything with amazing writing, but I would say that, um, but really true detective season one. 
Mm. Not so right. Too. <laughs> That's not even true detective. No, that kind of stuff. Um, Breaking Bad, Deadwood, a lot of a lot of HBO stuff. But like the darker, but things that fits really good writing. It's dramatic and it's dark, but it has that humor in it. It like has Breaking Bad. Like yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad is actually a hilarious show. If you yeah. go back and watch it again. And you realize how much Walt suffers and how people disrespect him, even though he has all this pride and ego. They just constantly like chop him down, <laughs> yeah. which is the key. I feel like there's also one like laugh out loud moment per like very serious stressful oh, episode yeah. on Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, and it's, it's and it's so and it's so hard to do that without being just totally campy. Yeah, you have to go earn that laugh, and if you do, it's pff, yeah. money. Agreed. One more. Give me uh, more. One more. Um, are there any other new projects we can set our DVRs for? Uh, we got Killer Coach coming up on Lifetime. Do you know when that airs? Oh, that already came out. Okay. It's well, already, now it's I'm curious. Done. I'm like, I, I want to see you be a creepy yeah. Yeah. coach yeah. in the background. You find, yeah. out, you find out like halfway through, like, I don't swim anymore. I used to be like a competitive swim coach, and I don't anymore because I said I got hurt in like a baseball accident. But you but it didn't. Turned out, I like... <laughs> Cut my own Achilles oh my God. for a girl. Totally normal. Insane. I know, right? Cool dude. <laughs> Probably like same as Adam, the PA. Like very similar characters for you. They're like you know close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I always, I always like that. I always take that's something that I always try to do. Like if I'm doing like something humorous, then I do something dark. I mean, I don't really pick when I do it, but <laughs> I always like that I have a span going. I don't have just like one thing that I'm always on. Um. But yeah, no, in answer, I would say uh, there's a show that I just finished on, uh, it's going to come out on YouTube Red. It's called Lifeline. Oh, cool. The Rocks production company is making it. Ooh. Yeah. Is it funny? Uh, nah, it's, yeah, it's kind of funny, um, mm-hmm. but it's more like sci-fi, like semi-post-futuristic. Cool. It's cool. It'll be good. Nice. Do you know when that airs? No, I mean, no, no. no. Pro- oh, this fall. This fall. This fall. Rad. We'll check yeah. It out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Exciting. Shall we uh, dive back into episode eight? Crazy, yes. crazy thing. Thank you for letting me harass is, you with all any, these questions. Is there any more? Was there one weird question in there? I feel like there's always somebody asked some like goofy random. I question. have other questions. You know, like one I, like weird like off the cuff. You know, like wow, what were they thinking? <laughs> no judgment. Just like I whoa. have. <laughs> Only good questions, and I'm going to ask you only a good question now. Yeah. What was your hardest role to play? What was my hardest role to play? Uh, That's a good question. Uh, Or maybe better to say most challenging. What was the most challenging role I ever had? Um, they're all equally challenging. It's such a cop out, but they're (laughs) they're all equally challenging. Um, just because I don't know, you you give as much as you can. You always try to throw in as much as you can. And that's the challenge, is just putting in the time and figuring things out. I'll, I'll just say kill it, coach. Yeah, I was going to say, you, t- you took a serial killer naturally? That was easy for you? You just slipped Yeah, in? you know, you know. Yeah, it's easy every day. No, nah, no. Nah. That, was, that was weird. He just, like, <laughs> idols at Stalker. That's, like, the vibe that I get from you. Yeah, it's, it's not very... totally warm and open, just, like, very intense. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> totally. I wish you hadn't asked that question. <laughs> I didn't want to hear that feedback. Here it was. He asked for it, and he got it. Oh, God. Uh, okay, episode eight. Uh, Alexis has to deliver some bad news to Jake, which was very cringy and sad. Oh. Yeah. I think she, she really likes him. 
I think yeah, Jake's growing Do on her. <laughs> you think is this relationship happening? At I think that first, she likes it. I think she does now. I think at first she wanted something for herself, which was being a producer and trying to get her acting career together. But I think spending time with Jake, she's like she's spending time with somebody a little bit different, I guess, than she's normally around. And I think she's starting to like him. So that's why the news affected her a little bit when, you know, they wanted to get rid of him because she's like, no, I actually like him and he did a really good job. But I think she's in a, a really tough place because she's trying to get her acting career back. And she knows that she's a producer of this film. And she has all these people like, you have to do it. Or her ex, Rachel, like, I won't be a part of it unless this new um, screenwriter is a part of it. So I don't know. I think she really does like Jake. I think she likes him, but I think it's because she knows deep down that he's emotionally unavailable. Mm. Because she herself is emotionally unavailable, and every time she's in some sort of relationship, the person she's in a relationship seems to want it more than she does, but this is the first time that she knows he's in love with Paige, and she knows even his script was actually about Paige, and so her pursuing him, she's doing so knowing that she'll never actually be able to have him. Alexis always looks sad. (laughs) (laughs) She does. I I love that. Breakdown, Renee. And also, Renee has a dating blog for a reason. She gets it. Always has the insight. Yeah. Jeez. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and also Jake overhears that he gets fired in the worst way. He hears it, you know, in Alexis telling Paige... I knew his own Oh, I didn't see that one coming. Right? I'm like... He's going to take her to Nobu? Man, I love Nobu. (laughs) Nobu, Nobu, I'll go with you, Jake. Jake needs a manager. Actually, Paige needs a manager, and Tanjit needs a manager. Yeah. Wait, does does Paige not even have an agent or manager? She has an agent that's, like, sending her around town for scripts, but we never meet them. But a manager is someone who's supposed to, like, guide you and protect you against, like, legal things, like, for your own best interests. Like, these young people, I was going to say these kids, but they're in college, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Like, they're getting, they're getting abused, kind of. Jake is getting screwed over. Tanji is lost completely with her momager always trying to hurt her. She's living the Michael Jackson life. Yeah. (laughs) No one's looking out for her. No. Jordan. They all need an Adam, is what I'm saying. Everyone needs an Adam in their life. And everyone needs to read their contracts as well. I would love if, like, everybody came to Adam (laughs) for, like, the hell. That's the ongoing bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, the zen. You guys didn't watch Home Improvement, did you? Yes. Yes. I want to be, like... Wilson. 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 (laughs) You know? Yeah. I love that guy. Adam is the Wilson of Famous in Love because he's the only one that we can trust time and time again. He's the only one who makes sense. Because Jake apparently is about to decide to be a PA in Texas. Yeah. I cannot. (laughs) You, okay, I'm sorry one terrible thing happened to you, Jake, but now you're like, ah, there's nothing in this city for me. I'm going to quit film school. I'm upset. I'm leaving. And then literally that night he leaves. Well, I think it's all about perspective for all of these characters. I mean, he could either say, wow, my writing was good enough for someone to pick it up. Let me keep trying. Or, wow, my writing was great. Let me just quit and move completely backwards and go back to Texas. And same um, with Cassie. You know, her perspective could have been, okay, my best friend has an in. She's giving me an in. I could use this to my advantage and utilize my resources. Or I could be a complete baby, turn it down, and continue to be a topless maid where I'm just going to reach a dead end. You know? Also, they say never make decisions when you're upset or when you're too happy. So, you know, maybe this is what they're talking about. Like, don't spontaneously move to Austin, Texas for a PA job when you just realize you're so talented 
that you can sell a script. Right. Like, that's, that should be a big accomplishment itself. Like, I'm sorry you can't be in the project, and I'm sorry it didn't work out the first time around, but this is the first time you've been anywhere close to achieving mm-hmm. your goals. And he's leaving his connections, too, by yeah. the like, way. His yeah. movie star roommate. What yeah, are you E-T-dubs. doing? I know. Who offers the help, but I think Cassie and Jake, they get so offended that Paige is just trying to help. They're so I, sensitive. Paige offered to attach herself to his script. This is Los Angeles. Could you wish it's, for anything better as a writer? But actually, it's all about networking, making yeah. connections. Hey, guess what? Hey, Jake, Cassandra, this is what they're talking about. I really think the three of them That's need true. to regroup and literally sit down and take their pride away and just... Like, Paige needs to sit them down and be like, look, I'm not trying to take anything away from you. I'm your friend. I want to help the both of you. Because I'm now in this position where I can actually help the two of you. And the three of us can actually win and do great things in Los Angeles. Like, I just want them all to just come together and just communicate with each other. Paige has already done enough, though. She's already been so helpful. It's like, these two need to stop. Like, Paige is always like, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. And they're like, oh, my God, Paige. Stop trying to help us and make our lives easier. We're going to go complicate things. We'll be right back. Well, isn't it interesting? Like, the best thing that happened to one of them, like, the best thing possible is, like, the worst thing to happen to all three of them. That's true. Isn't that weird? Because Paige, she says, she's like, would you give this all up just to go back to, you know, being a student to Jake? And he's like, I actually would. So I'm like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But, you know, that's and that's what I was saying about with, with Cassie is, like, they just want to suffer. Yeah. They really do just want to suffer. Yeah. You know, they want to earn it. And it's like, but... But you have... It's like... Yeah, don't win your actor attitude, isn't it? Just kind of like, I haven't suffered enough for my art. Yeah, well, it's also just not being ready for success. Yeah. You know? It's like, success is not, like, once you're successful, then it's like, you know, easy road. It gets harder. Because... Yeah, different problems. Yeah, and, like, you can go downhill from there, and, like, everything can... It devolve around you, so it's really hard to like maintain your success, especially when it's new. Right, that new money. New money. As they say, more money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> the real more money, more problems. The real underscore O underscore. Don't forget those underscores. Yeah. And some people, I feel like, just can't handle success or can't handle when good uh, things happen to them. So, like you said, like they have to suffer. They have yeah. to do bad things because when it's they good, it they're like, no, 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 no. And I just. This episode, I was just so pissed off because I'm like, guys, just come together. You, The three of you could just be winning. Let Paige yeah. help. Let her use her connections in the three of you. You're a screenwriter. You're an actress. You guys can make your own movie. Get Alexis the producer. I know we don't like her, but let's get let's get it popping. Well, they're, they weren't ready. It's not their identity. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not. They're not ready to be like the successful writer, True. the successful actress. That's yeah. true. The successful actress's friend. Hopefully they all learn from this. It's like a learning experience. Like, I hope that they learn something from this. Yeah. Well, everyone, I think, hopes that they learn something from this. It's like a Barney episode. I, I did enjoy <laughs> seeing No Good Nina come back in this episode. We see her. She opens up with my favorite line. I didn't see you on my schedule, Ida. <laughs> I was like, No oh Good God. Nina. She's so scary. And then she fires and then rehires her assistant within the same breath. Because the actress that plays Nina is literally the best. And then we find out that her assistant has kind of been up to no good. A little biatch. It's a shady assistant. It's so shady in Los Angeles. What's happening? I know. It's like you, you're not safe anywhere. <laughs> no, you're not. I felt bad for her. I was like, damn, here's this girl struggling. She's Your an assistant. Your text messages? Like, oh, <laughs> God. Two seconds later, she's 
backstabbing Nina. Like, and we did man. find out that Jordan took a little bit of a backseat in this episode, but we I feel like the next episode is going to be a lot about Jordan. He yeah. did just snag a Golden Globe nomination, yeah. which is pretty cool. I kind of don't believe that anything can happy hap, can happen in the show, so now I'm worried about him that something good is happening. Because now he picked up his mom's debt and he's he did. which is ridiculous. I mean, it's not ridiculous because his mom took the blame for what he did, but it just sucks because now he's in this... I just feel like Jordan could never win. Like, yeah, He probably has no money left. <laughs> like, How do you have any money left? Poor like, Jordan. You know? He's got Tangy spending money on his credit card. He's buying for everybody. Like, <laughs> well, his, 75. His, his pimp Nina will take care of it. That's his pimp. She will take care of it. Nina. I was actually kind of surprised that Nina... <laughs> Jumped back up to try to protect him. I thought she would be sour that he's kind of. When? What do you mean? Uh, oh, I think it's coming. Don't sleep. Yeah, oh, it's coming. Yeah, she I wants agree. him back in her little like. She was to be so supportive. I'm here for you. Don't yeah. worry. We're gonna take care of everything, Jordan. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's those you can't. Sugar mama. Nah, if it's good, be be, be wary. Yep. Be wary. Jordan, blink twice for help. Poor Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> We're worried about you. Same, Jordan. As per usual, we're worried about you, Jordan. Um, yeah, and then we find out that uh, Cassie is MIA at the end of the episode. Always. Oh, she's insane. Are we surprised? Could anyone know where she is? Oh, I think I think someone has eyes on her. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's a little... <clears throat> Someone's keeping her safe? Yeah, I okay. got eyes on her. <laughs> Have you ever been a PA in real life? No, but I mean, I love PAs. I hang out with them all Aww. the time. Oh, shout out yeah. to the PAs. Yo, shout out to PAs. Say? They work hard. Work. They work yes, hard. they do. I've been a PA. Yeah, me too. Oh, Sweating my booty off. You get yelled at. You can't man. yell at anybody else. No, except you just have for to be the bitch. except for the PA in charge of extras. They always <laughs> get, it's like a little bit of power, and they can wield that. Yes, get over there. What are you doing here? <laughs> but it is, it's definitely a learning experience because I was a PA. Now I'm a producer, so like now working with PAs, yeah. I feel so bad now because I'm like, damn, I remember that time when I was yelled at. So I try my hardest when I'm with PAs. I'm like, are you guys okay? Because yeah. I think of like myself and all the other PAs because you do work hard, like anybody else. You work hard, you you succeed, and you you know get to the top. So. Shout out to the PAs. Shout out to the PAs. Shout out to the PAs. Shout out to, PAs. Shout out to PAs. <laughs> Adam. Brought to you by the PAs. Yeah. Yeah. Of Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles. Uh, we do have some people in the chat saying that we uh, actually have recognized you and loved you from a little show called Make It or Break It. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. That was a good show. Yeah. I like that show. Yeah. That was, a, that was actually kind of like my first break. That I also uh, had a day player role on Make It or Break It. It was also my first acting role. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We were not on the same episode together. I checked. So I was like, <laughs> what if we were like working on the same day? We weren't. Uh, were you in season two? <laughs> I was in season one. Oh, one. Nice. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. only in three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, Make It or Break It. A little gymnastic show. show. Yeah, it's cool. I've been, it's cool. I've been on uh, a good chunk of shows with like followings that people are like, they love that yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That always makes me happy to see. Yeah, that doesn't happen. They with love every show. that show. They love that show. <laughs> I mean, they're still talking about making a movie out of it. Like that's oh, wow. Still, yeah, they really? Still, that's dope. Yeah, not like you oh. know anything official, but the but the, the people creator, that yeah, she wants it to happen. Okay. Yeah, Sweet. people love that of show. Of make it or break it. Uh huh. Isn't that already a movie? No. 
There's no gymnastics movie called Make It or Break It. No, you're thinking of Stick It. Oh, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Stick It or Kick It. Stick It or Kick It. Yeah. Former gymnast. Yeah, Make It or Break It. I took the main character's V card. Yeah, you did. In real life? In a tent. No, Classy. not the not the main. P.A. Adam prevails. No, I'm just kidding. Not the main actress. The main <laughs> character. In real life, we were getting this. You're like, yeah, right. Inside scoop. You heard like, it. Like you heard it first. Wow. Really honest. To me. I was already writing my press release. I'm just kidding. Somebody's put it on the IMDb <laughs> trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for these two episodes. We have any? Oh, wait, can we just thoughts? say Mike Holden thought? Can we just say how Alan is on it because now he knows that Rainer's his son? Just want to put that out there. Yeah, I enjoyed that moment of mm-hmm. of him finding out about the, the. Did he actually do a DNA test or did he think about doing a DNA? He, no, he took went his into hair. his trailer and took his hair. Okay. He was going to get sent back. But he confronted Nina and he he put all the puzzle pieces together and and I like because they got right to it. Like they didn't wait like three episodes for him to get it. Yeah, he's like he said to Nina, "I know this is my son. Either you tell him or I'm going to tell him." So but what that sparked cool. that idea in his head that he could be the father? Because that, when the they were upon the him, stunt, the stunt. The, the, it, he said, "Raina, you just turned." 21 and he's like actually no I'm 23 and then he thought about it and he's like yeah I'm 23 going on 24 and he's like my dad was a stunt guy and he worked on a movie with you and then he thought about it and he was like wait that's the time I had sex with Nina no good so Nina Nina just made up the stunt man that impregnated her did she I kind of expected when when, uh, Alan said that he's like I don't remember that guy I kind of expected him to be like that stuntman was gay you're my child like I kind of expected a slightly right. different reaction but he's like she made up a whole person yeah it's interesting she probably no good I don't know because the worst kind of people that just create a whole story out of nothing like She's when you just producer. create yeah. some and, and a dad at that yeah not just right. like my friend like, that's going that extra mile <laughs> your dad's not real so oh I mean, but he, but but Alan did promise to leave his wife, and then two weeks later he fired Nina. Like she was understandably upset. I got that, but when a baby comes into it, yeah, that's no longer just your decision to make. Yeah, yeah. I feel like either put it out there, and then if he says no or yes, then go about your business. But totally. Now there's a baby involved. Yeah, the father does have the right to know. I guess. Yep. The child exists. I'm just saying. That's rough. Mm-hmm. Nina, Nina. No, she's just Nina. getting back at him, I feel. Would, yeah. you, would you say, oh, like, 50% of the show's problems are caused by Nina? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. No at good least. Nina. It always comes back around. Yeah. Jordan, Raina, Tangie. Let's see. Who's the biggest problem? <laughs> Nina. Problems. Nina and maybe, like, Alexis? Problem no, I wouldn't give Alexis that much credit. She can, like, bum you out for the day, but I don't think she really causes problems. Okay. That's, it's mostly Nina. And Jordan's mom. And Jordan's mom. And Jordan's mom. And Nina. Tangie's mom. <laughs> it's all the moms. All the moms. moms. Hashtag moms are off the hook. <laughs> interesting. One, interesting. One cool interesting fact. P.A. Adam doesn't have a mom. That's why he's the best. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, that's why he's the best. <laughs> that's why he ain't got no problems in this show. Oh, last, <laughs> Mother's Day is coming last up. Last episode, we were saying that we love that you, your character, you, your character found uh, the old uh, award speech footage to show to Oh, him. yeah. Wasn't that nice? Yeah. That's so sweet. Wasn't I so nice? Yeah. Wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> like, the best? such that you did. <laughs> really uh, amazing. I'm just so romantic. Hashtag Gosh. me. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah, no, I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah. 
and yeah. maybe also has more meaning if Adam. Doesn't I'm telling you, I'm just like my character is just <laughs> the best. It, I feel really so is. weird saying that, but it's true. I would say it if it was true about somebody else. Well, hopefully you wouldn't see it. But it's about. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like Scream, I got to play the troublemaker. You know, like Jake was like the, he was like the wild card, like the loud mouth. And this one, yeah. I'm just like, the nice guy. Yeah. The nice guy. With the facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> is this the first role that you've gotten to wear facial hair? That was the first role, yeah. And then I did 13 Reasons Why, and they were like, can you shave? And I was like, nope. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> really? They gave yeah. you the option? What do you, no, they didn't. I mean, they couldn't because I was still shooting things. Oh. So I couldn't shave. I thought they were asking. Like, yeah, no, I so shut. I shut no, their down. Like, I was like, I was like uh, contractually, <laughs> no, I can't. So, um, but yeah, no. And then I've kind of just been working like the lifetime or the the um, the YouTube thing. Like I did with the facial hair and mm-hmm. keeps on keeps on rolling. Yeah. It's awesome. Hashtag facial hair. Uh, did you have facial hair as the killer coach? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't uh, <laughs> actually, I had this weird stubble. I looked so weird. Like, my hair was I have all, to go like, watch this now. It was so weird. <laughs> I, I have to say, it's the one I'm most curious to watch. Here. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like the strangest thing. Yeah, like, I didn't... I, I tried to play it, like... This like sh- like he's not he's like kind of nice but kind of not <laughs> not just total creep. That's the most off putting thing. Is yeah, you're just kind of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I want. You can't play it obvious. Yeah, no, and especially it was funny that it was called like Breathless, and I was like, all right, cool, this project Breathless, and then they I remember looking it up <laughs> on IMDb and it said Killer Coach, and I was like, oh, I don't kill goodness. anybody. Oh, that's, a that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know. This Lifetime's crazy. <laughs> Look it back up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's another one. I think it's going to come out on Hallmark. Um, for sure, Pixel. It's called Tomboy. It's coming out at some point this summer. Very cool. Yeah, it's like well, a baseball movie. And this girl who's a tomboy. And I'm also playing Adam. And uh, I'm her best friend. And I love her. Aww. And she doesn't realize it. Stupid Aww. girl. Stupid girl. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> also the facial hair. Dude, we'll I'm telling you, it's just racking up. Hair, yeah. just... I'm 27 now. I'm just, you know, trying to be a man. Yeah. It, I'm, there's a reason why culture is back in the day, you know? You put, like, men had facial hair. I read this article. Hair is just I read everything. this whole article about how actually it's kind of like men's antenna. Like, it allows men to kind of, like, <laughs> understand the world. Like, it roots them into the reality of the world and if they shave their face they're kind of naked and there's a study they did with uh, Native Americans and if they cut their hair they're more likely to get killed like in wow. hunting yeah wow. because they can't se- there's like it's connected to their senses it and their facial hair like, yeah. it's, like, it's like a tail yeah. you know I think all it's, men should have facial hair like beard life hashtag beard life yeah, yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> I, I always said I always said like a mustache is like you're a man's grip on reality like it's their their foothold. So they lock right in there. Guys, grow some facial hair. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've heard that. Okay. Oh, it's oh yeah. Okay. It's a whole thing. <laughs> hair antennas, guys. You heard it here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Um I think that's it. Unless anybody else has any closing mm-hmm. thoughts. I'm so grateful for you to visit us here. We only have one more episode left. Um, you and the entire cast are obviously welcome uh, back for any episode that you want to drop is there by. There's only nine? There's only nine episodes? Uh there's we do two episodes. Oh, you're saying, right, this is yeah. your next last yes. episode, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Sure. Yes, yes. 
Um, so yeah, and we will be back next Tuesday at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And for those of you listening on the podcast, you guys can hear us anytime on iTunes. And it is free 99 for you guys, so you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> where can they find you on the internet, Tom? Mad underscore in love on the gram. Sweet. And you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and see my weird green hair on Instagram at Amber Plaster. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can hit me up at The Real OG. You guys can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. You guys can follow me at Renee Ariel on Twitter and on Instagram and check out my blog, sextingandthecity.com. See you later. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. later. You know what I was going to say? <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.